0: Everyone and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England zone band Helsink. And with me all the way from East Bridgewater the blonde bombshell herself, Miss Ann Carrigan.
2: Well good evening to you too. How are you? Uh
0: compared to what?
2: <laughs> I don't know. You told me.
0: <laughs> so did you hear the uh, old intro back?
2: Yes, I did.
0: Thank you. Are you, you are happy?
2: Yes. All yes, right. I'm happy again. As long as we don't have that old wicked witch cackling away in the beginning and oh, the end.
0: God no, in
2: the middle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, John in, the, John in the chat room likes the, the new intro.
2: Uh well, I see that. I see mm-hmm. that, but I think he's playing
0: with us. But I don't, I don't like, think so. I think, I think that's a so. great great opening. Uh, <laughs> but whatever. I like it. Anyways, that. welcome to Ghost Chronicles on TojiNet. Uh, if you want to join us in the Tojinet chat room, it's really easy. All you have to do is go in there mm. and put some kind of name in and you can jump right in with us. Yep. And yep. And don't and have to also,
2: register or make up no. a name or you just go in and log on.
0: Really no. and, and what else? And they can also join us. where We're in.
2: We Come on over to our Facebook page at ghostchronicles-nextgeneration, and uh, you can chat with us there if you'd like, because I know some people don't like chat rooms. They don't like to get in there. But, uh, yeah, go on our page and leave your questions there. I'm on all night.
0: Uh, They can even uh, call in if they want at 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869, and join the lively chit-chat. Yes.
2: (laughs) Always a lot of chatterers in there.
0: Yeah, so, anyways. But we have somebody on the line, and I think I'm going to bring her on right now, anyways. Uh, she is the latest member of the New England Ghost Project and also the book reviewer for our uh, NEGP newsletter, uh, which you can get free, by the way. All you have to do is go on the NEGP website, which is the letter N, the letter E, Ghost Project. Uh, And you can sign up and it's free and it comes out every month. There's lots of cool stuff in it. And you contribute. Ghost, uh, What do you do? Cemetery Tripping, right?
2: Yes, my Cemetery Tripping and talk about the uh, recent graveyards I've been hanging around. And usually I talk about a neat, one particular neat stone that I found.
0: Yeah, and you can also, I mean, there's articles by Tom Jagostino, Dorothy Morgan does the astrology report. Uh, we have the stone of the month, picture of the month, yada, 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 yada. There's a whole bunch of crap on there, so. It's not crap. It's, and it's free, so. Come what on. The hell?
2: <laughs> and it's free.
0: How can you beat that?
2: That's right.
0: So, anyways, the uh, book reviewer and the latest member of New England Coast Project, Karen Rock. Karen, you there? Yes, I
3: am. Hi, everyone. Bye,
0: Karen. Hi. Hey, you're oh. gonna love this. You know what Karen is? What? Do you
2: know what Karen is? I, I don't know. Are you gonna say uh what do you I don't know what you're gonna say?
0: <laughs> I'm not asking you what I'm gonna say. I ask you if you know what Karen is.
2: Um uh-uh. tell me.
0: Psychic? Karen, where are you?
2: What? <laughs> where are you? What, what am I? Where am I?
0: Yes, where oh. are you, dear? I thought you said I'm what
2: woods. What? I'm in the woods.
3: We're in the woods? <laughs> I'm in my car. I'm in my car. It's the best <laughs> sound <to> you.
0: <laughs> she leaves her house and does the show in the car. How do you like that?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. People are going to people are gonna start to talk, you know.
3: Well, I, I have kids and a dog. They're
2: loud.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> then I can see why she leaves her house. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. well, that's why I closed my basement door
0: <laughs> when I'm doing this show. <laughs> uh, okay, ladies, i, I got to ask you this, and um, it's really an important question. Mm. Um, Anne, I'll start with you. Yes? Have you been naughty or nice this year?
2: Oh, God, both.
0: Don't count. does <laughs> it doesn't count? Nope.
2: I guess, which which have I been more of? Mm-hmm. I'm nice, I'm
0: always nice, come on <clears throat> You know I'm nice Anyways, Karen, uh, <laughs> let's not uh, Karen, you've been naughty and nice Nice, absolutely nice Really, you did give me that sugar skull Which is uh, definitely nice Yes, so, Yeah. Yep. But yep. I was thinking that There was a lot of, lot of people out there A lot of poor souls That have been naughty this year Haven't oh, they? Oh. Always Yes. And and, and and you know what's going to happen cuz we're around Christmas is Santa Claus is not going to bring him anything.
2: Cool. Yeah. Huh?
0: Yeah. So yeah. That, that, so I felt really bad for these gift deprived <laughs> children of the night. And naughty people? You felt bad for the naughty people? Yeah. Yeah, cuz I'm <laughs> naughty. I know that. <laughs> but and and they're not getting anything. So I said, how can I rectify this? And and I came up with a way. I'm going to send them some stuff. Oh. So what we're going to do is on our Facebook page, and is you're going to go in and type, I've been naughty this year. All right? As a thing. Okay? (laughs) All right. Well, make it a little better. I've been naughty this year. Please give me a present anyway. Um Okay, so you put that in, you post that. And then anybody who wants to get a gift, uh, we're going to do a drawing on this. So uh, you have to go under that heading and put down, I've been naughty, and uh, that's it. And then next week, on next Attempt week's show, send a we'll, present anyways. We'll, we'll, we'll draw a name and we'll make sure you get a gift anyways, <sighs> even though you've been naughty.
2: Aww. See, you aren't really a Scrooge. Oh no, Are you going to send them coal? <laughs> no, they're going to get a box of stuff.
0: Ooh, my favorite, a box of stuff. You know, like <laughs> we did last time. We sent that lady a, a box of stuff, and she was so happy that she won the, the box of free stuff. Wow. So. Okay. So you're going to go on Facebook page, and you're going to put. Type in. I have been naughty, but I want a present anyways. And then anybody who wants to get into this thing, all they have to do is go under that heading, you know, where the comment is, and put down. I've been naughty. That's simple. And then you're entered. Next week uh, on the show, we'll we'll draw the name, and somebody will win the box of free stuff. <laughs> okay. Okay, well,
2: so. The Collinwood Inn says they're always naughty.
0: Well, they've got to put that under their heading once you get that <laughs> heading on there. You, you are typing that heading in as I speak, I assume.
2: I just did. I just put another, free box, another box of free stuff up for grabs. If you're listening to the show, you know what to do.
0: Well, oh, no, 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 no. you got to put it in there, yeah? because some people listen afterwards or, or check our site. We want it to, we, you know, we don't huh. want to deprive people. Okay. So, so you've got to type in. You didn't listen to me. Delete that. What? Well,
2: no. Hey. What? I'm an administrator too. Fine. Delete. Don't, post.
0: don't okay. make. Don't make me go in there and fix it. Delete post. Okay. okay I've put been down. i naughty. And I. But I want a present anyway.
2: But I want a present. Anyways, can you all hear me typing? There you go. Okay. okay. Right, I'm
0: just it. On this Okay, so all they got to do is put down. I've been naughty. Go under it. Put in the comment section. Just put down, I've been naughty, and then all the names that are under that, we will draw one next week on the air, and we'll send them a box of free stuff. Okay. How is right. that?
2: Do I qualify? <laughs> oh,
0: I have naughty. Nice. You I lied. Said I you, nice. you said it was
2: nice. You said you were nice. get it.
0: Damn. No. no Karen said late. you was nice. Too bad. I am. <laughs> but you notice, I said I was naughty, so I qualified. Oh well. <laughs> Since you're drawing it, um, yeah. No, actually, not, no. I don't draw it. And draws them. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right.
2: Right. So, I drew the last one too. Uh,
0: you did, dear. That's so, anyways, cool. so we and do
2: Nate, have Nate. Nate, it's totally free. You don't have to pay the shipping and handling.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, totally free. There's no shipping. You know, of course, not. Santa pays I mean, that. I just wanted to make sure. He wanted to make sure. Yeah, Santa Claus pays for that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Santa Ron.
2: Santa Ron.
0: So are we good? We're good. Okay. I think we're so good. So let's go on to the show then. All right. Uh with us is Karen Rock. She is the newest member of the New England Ghost Project. She also does the book reviews for uh N E G P newsletter. And last month, uh, which was Veterans Month, we did a whole thing on Veterans except for Karen's piece. And um because <laughs> I, did, I didn't tell, I didn't tell her I didn't tell her I was doing it. But we are doing one for Christmas, aren't we, dear? Yes. For the theme.
3: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: All right. Okay. So, anyways, and and she reviewed the book called The Psychic Mafia. And I ran over to Amazon to try to book this, buy this book because, you know, Karen did such a great job in the book review. And I found out it was like $140. Ooh.
2: That's pretty steep.
0: So, why why don't you explain us what this thing is?
2: Well, this
3: book was originally printed in 1973, I think, or 76, and it's been out of print. But the skeptics love it, so they reprinted it in 97, but now it's out of print again. So you can get it used for around $25 on Amazon, or if you looked at the end of the article, there was a link that said absolutely free online.
0: <gasps> really? We had a link for a free book in, yeah, in our hot- newsletter? Yep.
3: Yeah, go back and look and click on it, and you can read it for free. That's how much they want this message to get out there again, the skeptics uh, love this book. Uh, oh, brought <laughs> so you made your own newsletter it <laughs> except the last line
0: <laughs> Wow, I That's put that cool. in there, didn't I? Yeah, I did, okay, so anyway, didn't it? So maybe maybe we maybe we could be naughty too and put it on our website. I mean our Facebook page. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, mm. okay. We
2: so, can do
0: that. Anyway, we do that, huh? Okay. I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. I just said maybe we could. Now the royal we. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. You got a mouse <laughs> in your pocket. Okay. What's this we? Uh, All right. So, anyways, never mind what's in my pocket. So, anyways. <laughs> Karen is here to tell us a little bit more about this book. and what I mean, who wrote the book and what's the idea behind it and, and you know, what's going on? I mean, this is really an intriguing book. And why do skeptics like it?
3: Okay. Well, Lamar Keene was this grand psychic from 1960 to around 1973. And he worked at Camp Chesterfield, and that is a spiritual community where it's like a mecca for spiritualists and psychics and mediums, and everyone flocks there, and they take in millions of dollars a year. It's complete fraud what he had done during Uh his career, and then he exposed everybody in this book. So the reason skeptics love it is because he's revealing all the tricks of the trade, which you really don't see nowadays. A lot of it is the the ectoplasm and the trumpet seances, and everything was done in the dark. Those are my favorites. when, When it's in the dark, they would have people helping them, basically dressed in black, to kind of run around and make things appear, or they would dress with chiffon gauze and pretend they're the spirits of the the deceased. Mm Okay. So now the way they got their information was you would go to the spiritualist church and attend a few sessions, give all your information to them. They would then record the information, store it on a card file below the church, and then that information would travel across the entire country to other networked mediums to give hot readings, meaning they have the information ahead of time. What? Mm. Yep. Wow. They would also pickpocket. They would set up um, listening devices, and they would have spies. And they would pickpocket the artifacts from the people, whether it's a library card or a piece of jewelry, and then they would wait two weeks, a month. These people were, were frequent visitors. So they would wait a long time for them to actually think that they lost it. Then they would ask the spirits, could you please return it? Could you tell me where this is? And then it would just materialize and drop out of thin air. Oh, right. And in what time? <laughs> wow. One time they materialized. He, he was getting pretty, you know, confident in his, and he kept up in the ante. And one time he materialized a piece of chocolate cake, oh. and the necklace. The necklace was inside the chocolate cake.
2: Oh my god. <laughs>
3: so the whole wow. basis for his fraud. I mean, he took in thousands of dollars from these people. They were donating land. They were, you know, giving money every week. They, they didn't have money, and they would still give it to them, um, and a lot of it was just based on the fact that these people would have an overbelief, Even when they would see slip-ups, like if they actually caught them, either, you know, removing a blindfold to look at something that was written, um, they would just pass by. They would not even pay attention that the fraud had been revealed because they had such strong belief, even when it was right in front of them, that they, they were being exposed. They would still believe it. And that's why Chesterfield is still
2: in existence today, wow. even after that book had come out. Mm-hmm. Now, I was reading a little bit about this, and they call that true believer syndrome. Yeah, uh-huh. he actually
3: coined that, that term because mm-hmm. he couldn't believe even when you know it was right in front of them, even when he admitted to the um like you know the panel that was in charge of basically that church, the spiritualist church, was made up of a panel of people who necessarily were not mediums. They turned around and they said, Well, we we still believe, you know, we'll still follow his counterpart, his friend, and his friend continued on and they said, Whatever you decide we'll we'll believe and he's like, I can't believe it, I just you know, told everyone that this is complete fraud. I showed you how I did it. Everything is fake. There's nothing true. Yet they like they just basically turned a deaf ear, and they said no, nope,
2: we're gonna still believe. Wow. Uh, what do you suppose the reason for that is?
0: That's it's like it's, it's because they want to believe. Yeah, they
2: want
3: to believe, and and a lot of them are grieving for lost,
0: you mm-hmm. know,
3: people they've lost. So That's in that true. emotional time, they're in the most vulnerable state, and they don't want to believe. It's changing their worldview if they were to believe that everything they had. Invested in emotionally and
0: financially, it was now fake. It's too much for them to handle.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, well, yeah. A, this is very similar to uh, Houdini. I mean, you know, Houdini loved his mother very much. Mm-hmm. And when she passed, uh, he got involved mm-hmm. in the spiritualist movement with his uh, friend, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. And he started attending some of these seances and everything. And then he soon realized that they were just performing cheap uh, magic tricks, and he devoted his entire life uh, to exposing mediums that uh, did these tricks. And it's not that he didn't believe, uh, he wanted to believe more than anything, but he, uh, you know, he just thought that these people were actually, what's the word, um, uh, destroying that belief uh, by, by, you know, performing cheap tricks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, and, and a good name for a group, isn't it? Cheap tricks. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
3: that's and, pretty and good. And Marjorie, Marjorie, the Boston medium, was his nemesis. And Sir Arthur Conan Doyle had actually supported her. He was definitely an overbeliever. He would never believe anything was incorrect. And Houdini and him had a falling out because of it. Yeah, absolutely. Because Houdini was basically attacking Marjorie, and she had supporters. And on her deathbed, she still didn't admit that anything was fraudulent, but they they had a hard time even tricking finding her actual um, trickery.
2: Houdini and her kept going head-to-head. Wow. So as a result of uh, him coming clean with this, Lamar, Mm -hmm. uh, he had some issues, didn't he?
3: He was (laughs) getting death threats, Mm -hmm. and... He had to go into hiding, basically, and then he changed his name and went into the antique business, and then he had another attempted uh, murder on his life. They were, somebody had shot bullets at him. Wow. And uh, the first attempt it actually went into the wall of his home. That's when he had moved. The second attempt, he actually did get hit, and he was seriously injured. He has since died. I couldn't find any information on his death, but mm. um, he definitely he went to the fbi he went to you know he had to pay back all of the income tax because none of it was claimed
2: mm-hmm.
3: so he, he came clean with all the agencies but none of them wanted to further investigate the, the mediums bookkeeping they said they didn't want to open up the whole religious act aspect of having you know
0: a religious liberty wow you know i even even uh houdini who died mysteriously uh There is some some talk of a conspiracy with the spiritualist church, where they actually believe that they were the one that uh, killed him. Uh, Wow, that's that's just conspiracy theory. There's no proof at all. But But there's a lot
3: of money involved. There's, I mean, and with there's money, there's greed, and there's so much money that was buried because it was just basically cash, and then you know, stowed in the houses.
2: mm -hmm. Wow. That's pretty crazy. I mean, imagine this whole – I mean, it is, it, you know, aptly named book, like the, the Psychic Mafia, because, you know, it's it's like a, a
0: brotherhood. And, and, and they kept – yeah, they kept records on people until they, they went to another one, or they transferred them. Isn't that how, how it worked, I guess?
3: Yeah, and it was across the country, and there was and no Internet then. So think about what they could do now. Well, not to say oh, that, right. you know – Making any, I mean, a spiritualist church is probably just like any other organization. It depends on the group of people, not necessarily, you know, the, the right. church itself. You can't say that they're all doing this, but right. it's, you know, it's, it's, you have to weed through, you know, and, and just keep your eyes open and be more alert if it's something doesn't feel right or sound right, or if they can constantly contact who you want to contact, it's, it's usually a fraud. Mm-hmm. There's, no, mm-hmm. there's no guarantee in who you can bring forth.
0: Right. right. I mean, uh, I think it was—I forget—it was, I forget it was uh, 60 minutes or one of those news shows did a thing on uh, psychics and mediums, and they they put them to a test, and uh, nobody passed. To be honest with you, um, <laughs> yeah. But it's it is not that's not saying that there aren't legitimate mediums and psychics uh, out there. Um, but unfortunately, ever since. The beginning, uh, there has been fraud. Right.
1: Yeah,
3: I guess. because they wanted to, oh, sorry, They wanted <laughs> to just bring forth um, physical evidence. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and mean, even. The rate. Rate. Right. Even in, even in ghost hunting, I mean, you go back and, you know, I always talk about this in my presentation is, um, you know, Mumbler from Boston was a photographer back in the 1800s, and he took spur of photography, and uh, his famous, of course, was that of uh, Mary Todd Lincoln, where Abraham Lincoln appeared mm-hmm. as a ghost behind him, and, and uh, he was brought to trial in uh, New York City, and uh, he it, it was eventually thrown out, but it, it ruined him financially. <laughs> Uh, so I mean, if it, that's the problem with the field we're in—is there is so much uh, fraud involved uh, throughout the years that uh, is really giving it a bad rap.
2: And I guess it's yeah. part of if you think about it. I mean, human nature. I mean, there's always been those people that just they're standing there, you know, they're waiting to prey upon. You know, people who are in need and people who are emotionally uh damaged, distraught, you know. It's 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 unfortunately they're always there.
0: Oh actually when you think about when you think about it, that's probably the mo the time they're probably the most distraught is when they've lost a loved one. Of course. And uh they're pardon the uh uh thing, they're easy prey for a mm-hmm. predator. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like looting, you know? <laughs> You're just hitting people at their worst and, and, and taking, taking everything that belongs to them.
0: Right. Now, now, Karen, do you know if he believed in the, the afterlife, and he, did he believe in mediums at all, or, or did he think he, they, they were off fraud? Right?
3: No, no, no. He, he did believe because he started out being trained and, as a medium, and he believed in clairvoyance. But it wasn't bringing in the money. So he, he did believe in everything. And in the end, he tried to convince the panel, why don't we just, you know, hang up our bag of tricks, turn it into a, a Christian church, and really just promote the message of communicating through clairvoyance and, you know, no props, no gimmicks. And, and they all denied that. They said, no, there's no money in that. So it was definitely a lot of people, It came down to greed, and he just had a conscience in the end, and he couldn't live with himself even anymore, even though he had reached to the point where he was, he was very wealthy. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't enough. His, his conscience, in the end, basically made him give it all up. But he did try to turn everyone back into doing a, a little bit more of a, um, a clairvoyant type of practice.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So now, did he, did he actually have any psychic abilities?
3: He believes he did in the end because he ended up reading for a woman where he had no information on her. Mm -hmm. So then he wanted to just cold read her and she ended up needing a will and he said that the will was in a metal box and gave her the location and it ended up being true and then that's basically what started his whole unraveling was there was this very nice woman who you know confided in him and he had a relationship with and soon became his um, adopted mother in a respect. So she's the one that kind of turned him around uh, along with um uh, Masonic friend, and he became a Mason and changed his life. Wow. But it was he had had that experience where he looked back, there was no information of her. They had no card file. He, he didn't really know the answer, but yet he had this evidence of uh, locating an important document for her. Uh,
2: hmm. I wonder of all, <laughs> it's pretty ironic, <laughs>
3: you know, yeah.
2: after all the years of, of cheating people that he actually turns out to be psychic.
3: <laughs> yeah, and then the the camp itself, though, I mean, all the majority of them knew they were they had their eyes wide open, is what they would call it, that they knew that they were creating a fraud, a fake that they had no abilities, and they would keep a few of them in there that they said they had shut eyes, where they either believed that they had the ability, and they would just kind of muddle through it, whether or not it, it was accurate or not, but they kind of were, you know, holding down the, the skeptics. Like, you know, they were just there to kind of mix in with the, the fraudulent ones. Wow. And he made a comment in the book where even the spouses would not know that these people were committing fraud. They thought they were had a real gift. And mm-hmm. um, at one point, the I think it was Mabel Rifle, who was the head of Chesterfield, saw a ghost, and she jumped back and she screamed. And her mm-hmm. like, well, what's the matter? She goes, well, didn't you see that person right there? He goes, well, what's the big deal? You see them all the time.
0: Well, yeah, she I, have to, she didn't I really. have to jump back and screen right now because we have to take a break. You're listening to Ghost okay. Chronicles Next Generation on Net And we'll be right back after the following messages.
1: Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. Renowned and gifted psychic medium, Sylvia Rossi, explores the mysteries of this life, the afterlife, and the unseen world that surrounds us all in the show called Make Contact with Sylvia Rossi, Wednesdays at 2, 1 p.m. Central here on Toginet. Sylvia Rossi with her special guests and other fellow psychics invite you to call in and make contact with the world beyond and get answers to your questions. Psychic medium Sylvia Rossi has been sharing her gift professionally for the last 17 years. Sylvia has made it her mission to help individuals and families understand their eternal connection to loved ones that have passed on, bringing relief and comfort to countless souls who have been touched by her gift. She's had the privilege of meeting and working with many psychologists who continue to recommend their clients to her when conventional methods have failed. Now it's your turn to make contact with host and psychic medium Sylvia Rossi. Wednesdays at 2, 1 p.m. Central, on toginet.com.
2: And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ian and our special guest this evening, Karen Rock. and we're discussing the book, The Psychic Mafia.
0: Among other things. Among other things. And, of course, we do want to mention this, and we're going to mention this once again, is that, uh, we have decided to help out all the poor naughty people in the world, mm-hmm. and uh, if they go to our uh, Facebook page, which is Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, uh, and under our our thing there, whatever it is, <laughs> our post, uh, if they go on the comments and said I've been naughty, their name will be entered in for a uh, drawing of free stuff for next week's show. So there you go. So and the naughty. We will we will provide the naughty with the present because otherwise Santa Claus wouldn't bring him anything.
2: That's right. That's right. We already have four very naughty people.
0: Oh, my type yes, of people. We do. My type of people.
2: Hurry along! Hurry along! Sign up. Only in a week.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, and of course, this, this this is also a podcast, so people will listen afterwards. So that's why we give it a week to uh, sign up. Uh, because once they hear this thing go to our page and it will be on for a week so there you go all right so so Karen uh, did you find the book like it, wait my first before you actually have one of the originals of the book right a second edition or something like that I have a
3: second yeah I have a second edition
0: copy oh, that's pretty cool but anyways um, did you find it I mean, what was your take in the book? Did you find it interesting, uh, or did you were you offended by it? Because I mean, you you do Reiki. You also, uh, I believe, you do have uh, a little bit sensitive, but not we all. Uh. <laughs> uh,
3: no, I think it's a really good book because you need to expose what you know is is not real in order to find what is real. So it's it's good to get that grasp on on. That whole movement of spiritualism, because over time there's been a lot of fraud, and it kind of skews everything else. It kind of sets the um, you know the, the stage for the skeptics to kind of just grab onto that and not look at anything else. So it's it's good to read it, and it's good to weed out um, people who are making money off of it, con artists, frauds. Mm-hmm. It's good to have that information.
0: Right, and it was I very mean, interesting. Yeah. I, I, it's so funny, though, because there are so many people doing the paranormal as well, and, and there's so much stuff being thrown out there as evidence and everything else, and you begin to wonder about it, you know, how much is really, especially with the TV shows and everything, you know, it, it's how much of it is uh, being manufactured, I guess, would be a, a good way of putting it, and how much of it is real. So, I mean, that's... Yeah. Mm-hmm
3: and it's a balance it's, it's you need to read these things in order to have rational thinking right mm-hmm. you know so you don't waver too much to one side you want to remain in the middle
0: right i mean that's like on tuesday show we had a uh, a pastor on who is a born again christian who has a paranormal group that uh uh, is an exorcist group. They go around exorcising demons from people. They don't. And the interesting thing about the to get Christians is that, that they don't believe in ghosts. They only believe in demons. <laughs> so, so, well, you have to listen to uh, all sides of it, really. I, yeah,
2: I guess. I, I. So they only they don't believe in. Uh... They believe in one and not the other. I mean, that doesn't make sense to me.
0: Why is that?
2: Because I think if you're going to be believe in something that is is paranormal, I mean, uh, demon, ghost. I mean,
0: well, I they I they believe if you believe the meaning of a ghost is that uh, it's the soul of a human being. They they don't believe that uh in any form of purgatory or anything. They believe in judgment. Mm-hmm. So when it, when someone dies, they either go to heaven or hell. Very simple, there's no black and gray, it's black or white. So therefore there's no ghost because you're either in heaven or you're in hell.
2: Or you're a demon in hell.
0: Okay. No, you're not a demon. A demon is a different entity altogether. A demon is is uh, from the fallen angels, uh, it's it's not uh, anything. It's not human. It was never human. Had never had a corporal body. And and um, I believe, in, I know in my investigations that I have uh, faced demons before. In fact, the, uh, the same one a couple of times. But um, uh, Maureen and I both have, and w- w- that's that's our opinion. Um, but. You know, uh, there 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 is there's no gray, there's no ghost, there's mm-hmm. there's only black and white. it's either demons or angels? So that's mm-hmm. their beliefs. But it's it's mm-hmm. interesting to look at. It's the same with the gin. Uh, we had uh, Rosemary Ellen guy on, and she yeah. talking about the gin. You know, I mean, those are different beliefs. Those are worth looking at and, and to understand. What the other side is really all about, because right. as, as I mentioned a dozen times, there are really no experts. There are only people who have more experience, and there are only your beliefs of what the other side is. It's we we really don't know 100%. Uh, so I mean, like the Greeks, Greek, the Greeks believe that the soul wanders the earth for 40 days after they die, and this is everyone. So you know, with, every every religion, every Culture is a little different, and it's not that we should say, Oh, this is right or this is wrong. It's just to understand what they believe so that we can uh, deal with it properly. So there you go. Okay. So, anyways. Anything else we want to add on this Psychic Mafia? If anybody has a question on by the way, they can join us in the uh, or ask uh, in the TojiNet chat room or also on our Facebook page. So um, if you do, just chime in. And I'll call 877-864-4869. That's 877-864-4869. Uh, so anyway, but uh, I was lucky enough to be with uh, Ann and Karen uh, probably about a week and a half ago, I guess, and we, yep. we had a cool opportunity to go into Boston and investigate a jail down there, and uh, so I thought we'd talk about that a little bit uh, and what your thoughts were. So uh, either or I don't care who starts.
3: Karen, you start. <laughs> uh, I, I really liked it. I thought it was it was a nice um, yeah. It was a lot of energy in there. I really like those windows. So the windows were from what the nineteen thirties, and they were big yeah. stars with a circle.
0: And oh, Ian knows know. that.
3: Ian yeah. knows about those.
0: Yeah, but they were
3: they were really cool. But it was kind of creepy that those lights would shine through those windows onto the city, almost like Batman. <laughs> I think that kind of that was my favorite part of the building. But there was a, definitely a lot of energy in there. I think we we definitely felt the energy in certain spots and in the jail cells. And you guys were in a jail cell.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes, we were. Yeah. I got next to the right, right next to the stinky toilet. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> well, I <I'll mention> that.
0: <laughs> you know, the place was really cool, but I didn't find it. I didn't find it really. Overly active, especially with, I think, uh, uh, intelligent energy. Uh, there was a lot of energy, there's no doubt about it, but uh, I didn't I did find it like really, really overactive, at least, and that's just my own opinion. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of energy there, don't get me wrong, but, and, and what I su- try to separate the two is that uh, a lot of the location can uh, retain energy versus a like a ghost or a spirit that that is there that's uh, strong and, and so forth. Uh, did you, either one of you feel that way or just you thought it was the uh, opposite? Yeah.
3: More like a residual energy. Like I said, I, I just say it was energy. I really didn't get a certain particular feeling of any person or, you know, in past investigations I've sensed, you know, person. But in this one it was just like you could almost feel like an energy, but. As far as I got. Yeah.
2: I I think it was a really, it was definitely a cool location to investigate. Um,
0: yeah, because it was freezing, right?
2: No, it wasn't freezing. I didn't it, think that it was bad. that cold. You're always yeah. cold, Ron. Yeah, that's because I'm, no, well, well, I'm cold. Yeah, I'm cold. Cold. Uh, yeah, you are. and mm-hmm. But I didn't find it nearly as cold as the Haunted Victorian.
3: So, uh, oh, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, um, it was definitely a great place. Yeah, the the windows were amazing, um, and I have one out in my garage. <laughs> my husband came home and said, "What's that?"
0: What are you but, gonna do with it? Hmm? What are you gonna do with it?
2: I'm gonna clean it up and glue one of the panes of glass back in, and I'm gonna put it up in my um, my I don't know. It's my I guess you call it my family room mm-hmm. over the garage. But um, yeah,
0: those, are you gonna those, put it in the wall or or
2: no? Uh, now I'm no, I'm gonna leave it. I'm just going to lean it up against the wall. So
0: yeah, see, cool. see, I wanted to take one. Of course, I had no way it's getting it back, but I, I wanted to make a skylight out of it. I thought that would make it an awesome skylight. Yeah,
2: definitely, yeah. definitely. But,
0: but I did, I did get the the, the uh, confession uh, maker as uh, is, as is my little gift to take home. The confession? Ma- oh,
2: <laughs> the Billy Club. Well, it wasn't really Billy a Club? Billy Club, but it was a. A beater, candle for pen.
0: sure. <laughs> <laughs> it did look like a candle pen. Yeah, a confession beater.
2: <laughs> and what are you going to do with that, Ron?
0: I put that with my, my collection. I have a collection of all, I have some haunted items and some uh, items from different places that I've investigated that would that have been haunted. Uh, so, yeah, I have a neat little collection of stuff, is that oh. I like to say. There you go. You can have so your it, own. It, is, it has joined the the group, as we like to say.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. It 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 was a neat place, and I, you know, wonder what it was like, you know, back in the day. Back now, it only went back to the 30s, right?
0: That particular section. That particular building, but there has always been a jail in that location uh, as long as they can remember. Mm-hmm. Which made it interesting too because some of the older energy was there as well. Um, And I actually have a question for you guys too, and and we're talking about energy and and so forth. Now, ghosts or spirits, do you believe that they fade after time or not? I mean, what, what are your theories on that? Hmm.
2: Um. I don't know. I think perhaps that they fade and something prods them back, you know what I mean, back into activity. I mean, I feel like it comes and goes. Does that make sense? Okay. Karen? My opinion.
3: Um, I, I think there's two forms that you can pick up, which is like a psychic or residual energy which you could mistake in for a haunting, but it's really kind of just within a location. It's just the energy is still there of something that happened. And then you have the actual haunting of the, the spirit that will freely come and go, or it could be trapped. But I think it, that moves around. So you have but, the one where you're walking through it, and that's the residual energy in the location, and then you have one that, that can
0: move around. I, yeah, but I, I mean... I know from my own experience that I've run into places there are uh, two or three or four spirits in it, and, and there'll be some that are stronger than others. Uh, there, are, And and even when you go to location, and there might be only one spirit, but you, it's not a lot of strength to it, as it seems. It doesn't seem like it has a lot of energy to do whatever it's going to do. So, I mean, I do believe that uh for what reason i don't know uh that that some spirits are definitely stronger than others energy wise and i'm not sure of the reason behind it
2: don't you think Any- that's that's kind of almost like a personality trait
0: though uh, i mean no it's it's I, I know what you're saying, Ann, and yeah, yeah, you do find shy spirits and everything, right. like, you know, which I find out, you know, when we go on an investigation, we, we do have a good time as well, because there's lots of time. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, and we do, we laugh and everything else, and, and right. I find that that actually helps sometimes in an investigation, especially when you do have shy spirits around, the ones that kind of sit back a lot, is that you, they become more comfortable with you. But I'm just talking about dealing with a particular spirit and you'll find that the energy in this particular spirit is is stronger uh, than another particular spirit. For instance, uh, even like, for instance, if you were doing like glass swirling or something and you, uh, you made contact with a spirit and then all of a sudden, you have another spirit that comes in, or not a, all of a sudden, but you do have another spirit come in. There's a different change in energy. Sometimes it's stronger, and that's sometimes true. it's it, it's it's different totally. The mm-hmm. mm. yeah.
3: the way that I, I was yeah, kind of taught how it is is the vibration.
0: Is they have to yeah, lower they
3: lower their vibration, and we have to raise ours. And somewhere where it meets in the middle depends on. Um, how strong that spirit can lower theirs, we can raise ours.
0: And then, well, then you meet one, that's, in one the of, middle. that's one of the theories. If you believe that spirits, uh, you know, for instance, uh, uh and evps and, and if mike was here i'm sure he could talk about this uh a lot of the most easy ones to get are uh, that seem to be closest to our own vibration uh, on the lower yeah. levels and, and those that happen to be the nastier ones too by the way uh mm-hmm. and and as you go away they they're different the, the vibrations are different so um I don't know if it's a raising, a lowering, or a vibrations, or, or just uh, connecting to the particular vibrations. It's definitely. I agree with you in that uh, you do have to connect uh, with them. But whether you they lower themselves, you raise. Yeah, I, I've heard heard that before too. I don't particularly uh, believe in it, uh, but I I've have heard it before. And the the vibration thing does make a lot of spirits. It, yeah, it makes sense. So.
3: So, Ron, I have a question for you.
0: Uh-huh.
3: Now, do you think once you enter a location, the energy is stronger, and they're they're almost wise to us, and then they kind of dissipate as the night goes on, or do we just get tired? Because it seems like when we go on the investigations, the first group in every section has really good results.
0: Mm-hmm. And we're talking about events now, right, Karen?
3: Yeah, like any yeah. any sort of investigation. Like at the beginning of the right. night, you almost have a better result than you do towards the end of the night but not you know not if it's an overnight but more of in the course of that time do you think the spirits are wise to us so we're not surprising them and then they kind of just scatter
0: i don't think that you really can surprise spirits that much i think they they're a lot more cognizant of us and what we do in fact i know that for instance that certain people who do this um uh, are known in the spirit world, um, hmm. and I think that they they ha- they're quite cognizant of of what we do and and so forth. Um, it, it, to me, that would make that being said, is that yeah, they also have. Um, personalities as well and i would imagine and in fact i have run into this where uh spirits will get uh you know totally pissed off at you i guess is the word <laughs> you know they just i mean when you think about it i mean yeah. I, I this always blows my mind i think of places like Eastern state penitentiary where they get hundreds and hundreds of people who go through there and, uh, yeah. and it's the same damn things like uh if you're here, can you give me a sign? If you're here, can you, can you move this? Way? I mean, the same crap all over and over again. I mean, I just don't know. I mean, it. it I. Totally don't understand everything about the the uh, spirit world, and I don't think anyone does. But uh, there are other times when I, when I think that um, yeah, yes, they get upset with you and they don't want to deal with you anymore, or they don't want to cooperate with you, and uh, and the vice versa. There, there are times you go in and they might be shy, they would be a little leery of you, and so forth. In uh, and then they warm up to you a little bit more, and then you get more uh, results as the evening goes on. So I, I think it's it's all, uh, you know, it changes. It's totally changing. And, and that's why I love this, what I do, is because every time we do an investigation, uh, every time we go to a different place, it, it's it's always different. It's not just the same. And even if you go to the same place over and over again, it's not always the same. No.
2: That's true. We have a comment in the chat room from the Collinwood Inn.
0: And, oh, my God. Hi, Kara. I mean, uh, Jerry and Brian. <laughs> we're we're going to get there someday. I promise, I promise, oh, I promise. Oh, God,
2: I hope so. I uh, but uh, they say that um, the spirits there at the Collinwood Inn uh, mm-hmm. from the Victorian era, uh, it, the more people that are in the house, the more active they get. That's, that's their comment on their particular believe, uh, place. And actually,
0: they like, like
3: company
2: I'm sorry I mean,
3: they like their company, yeah
0: yeah, yeah. Well, well you know that's true and, and the thing is also, if you think about it, and uh, and I think a lot of memes will tell you this, is that spirits still. Use energy for everything they do. So the more people are there, the more energy there is there for for them to use. Right. Uh, then it would be more active. I mean, that's why, for instance, the medium, if uh, a, a really good medium, if if they're doing something, I mean, they become drained, uh, and that's what happens. It, it, yes. It's you know, you're giving up some energy. So it's not like Reiki where the energy passes through you and uh, you're just more of a tool. And, and these entries, the, the energy is actually used from you. So it, it's, uh, yeah, I think with more people there, there can be better results. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I, I would like to add is that, uh, for instance, if, if you're doing a haunted location and so let's say a, a house and I know like some ghost groups don't want the owners around. Well, to me, I'd rather have them there. Uh, The ghosts or the spirits are more familiar with them, and and there may be one of the reasons uh, that they're active is because of these people there, and it may be for a particular reason, which hopefully we can decipher uh, when we do an investigation.
2: Right. That makes sense to me. You know, because yeah, it's, yeah. it's like, you know, sending the uh, sending the parents away from the children, I guess. I, I don't know. Um, Colin Wood said, uh, has another comment, they said uh, they had one uh, spirit smack an investigator in the head because he kept mm-hmm. saying he would leave. If the spirit did one more thing, he would leave. <laughs> so he got so fed up with him, he finally smacked him in the head to get him to leave. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Been there, done that. But that was my—that was with my own group, though I think that was no spirit. <laughs>
2: we just—we just hit you in the head, eh? <laughs> yeah, they just hit me in the head. But
0: anyway, <laughs> uh, it, it's a fascinating thing. And and as we go back to the um, the jail again, I, you know, I've I've investigated so many places, you know, hundreds and hundreds that. Everyone really is so different and and the energy is, is different. I mean you can when you do an investigation you can you know, and I don't consider myself a psychic and I've said that a hundred times. Um but you can doing it so long you can you can sense the energy whether it's it's strong or weaker or it's different it's it's you know it's playful it's it's mean it's you know and, and when we talk about demons uh yeah I, I believe I've run into demons before, and as I mentioned before i I've run into Maureen and I have run into the same demon in different locations so um yeah it's it's a, a fascinating role out there, mhm.
2: And now you know uh, Mike Markowitz says you know with all the EVP's he records he mm-hmm. will sometimes hear you know he's like it's the same woman saying my name and and mm-hmm. I've heard her before or she'll say something else but he knows it's the same woman so right. they do they get attached to
0: well you know what in in uh, in um nothing against Mike but people who do EVPs a lot. I believe that they, and, and in fact, I think Mike agrees with me, is that they they eventually have their own little posse. Um, right. Yes. Yeah. They, they do. They yeah. really do. And yeah. and a lot of times they, they connect with them. I mean, but that's not any different than the medium having a uh, spirit guide or anyone having a spirit guide, and, and that, that's they're connected, and that's how they, they 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 do. So, I mean, I guess that's it's so fascinating. We really don't. Know all of there is to go, and everything we do, things change. So, right, so, of course. So, Taryn, how long have you been dealing with the paranormal, and and how, how did you get into it, basically?
3: Um,
0: and are you cold I, I don't in know. your time? I
3: think I think it's I think it's just my, my whole life has always been some sort of paranormal interest, and I think just uh, in the past probably ten years did I start going on like my own investigations. I was, you know, I stayed over at the Lizzie Borden house. I stayed at um the Blue Door Inn in Middleton. That was really that's a really haunted place and um
0: that is a cool place.
3: You know, it was just me and I whoever I could grab to go with me, you know. And,
0: that was, that was my first investigation, I believe.
3: Yeah. I mean, that that place is nice. It's um it, there's definitely activity there. But it, it I think I just it just followed me my entire life and just in different aspects at different ages. So
0: it's always been an interest. So, I mean, but what pushes you to investigate?
3: Um, probably just personal experiences. So, you know, when, I think once you have some sort of experience or some sort of glimpse that there's proof, you just want more. Right. So it just, you
2: know, it's almost like an addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. Yeah. It's like, all right, I had yeah. one. I had one. Come on. Yeah, you want the next one. Yeah. And you don't care who believes you. I mean, at that point, you
3: know, you're just, you're really out to get your own personal experience and satisfaction in it. And you know you know what's true, and you just want more of it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Totally agree with that. Mm. Well, anyways, I know we're running down on time-wise, and uh, uh, Karen, you you got your car engine on. I hope it's kind of cool, isn't it?
2: No, it's not on. I'm not cold. Oh, wow. You're only cold, Ron. Okay, yeah, I guess it's so. a lump of coal in your heart. <laughs> uh,
0: but it's not a lump of coal. If you go onto our Facebook page and you can get the free stuff, just uh, go on and say, I've been naughty, and uh, go on that comment on that, and then uh, we'll put you in a drawing this week, and you'll win some free and, stuff.
3: And if they've been nice, they still have a week to be naughty.
0: There you go. <laughs> You want to answer the door, door uh, Anne?
2: Pizza's here. Okay. Pizza's here. All right,
0: cool. <laughs> so anyway, I do want to mention one thing, too. On the 20th uh, of December, uh, my monthly uh, paranormal study group meets at the uh, Circles of Wisdom. And this one's going to be kind of a fun night. Um, we are uh, going to play, I guess, is a good way. We're going to continue our telekinesis, not telekinesis, our uh, Psychometry experiment. Uh, we're doing a study now, which we're actually collecting data. And uh, every group, we, we, every week, we're going to try to do that and see what we get. But uh, also, we are going to have uh, food and stuff. You can bring stuff, bring snacks. Uh, we will have some there as well. And um, I'm going to be collecting warm socks for the homeless, so uh-huh. they won't be cold. Well, and, did that
2: last? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yes, we did, and and we did pretty good. And yeah. uh, also, uh, I'll be giving away a, some free stuff. So there you go, another drawing. You just have a plethora of free stuff. <laughs> yeah, so that's at the Circles of Wisdom in the Andover, and that's going to be on December 20th at uh, 7 p.m., 7 and 9. So mm-hmm. um, come and join us. It's uh, Bring some socks. It's a good cause. You do you some last-minute
2: get... Christmas shopping?
0: Yeah, you can do that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool, I cool did that place. last
2: year. Yeah, very, it's very cool place. place.
0: Very cool place. Mm-hmm. You know, Ian and I broadcast live last year. In fact, if you go on the Facebook page, you can see a uh, picture of uh, yours truly and, and the great blonde mom shell with our little uh, Santa hats on. right? That's right. That's right. Mine says naughty. <laughs> Did it really? I wanted that one. You wouldn't give me, yet, I remember. It was mine. It's you're such a
2: grouch. Yep. Yeah, because you were all pouting. Look, you're pouting in the picture. Cause I I'm always pouting. My hat.
0: So, right. Yeah. I don't get my way. I pout. <laughs> All right. Wow. So it's another uh, another showdown of tubes, as we say. And uh, Karen, we want to thank you so much for joining us. It was good to have your input. And that book is fascinating. I'm so glad you called it to uh, my attention. I mean, I definitely want to do some more research on it. I don't. And uh, yeah, I think that's interesting.
2: Awesome. Thank you.
0: Oh, and this, yes, w- this, weekend, this weekend, Karen and I are going up north to investigate a place, and we'll, uh, you can follow us on Facebook, uh, on my Facebook page. I'm going to give live updates, so uh, that would be fun, too. So until next week, right. good night, and God bless everyone. Good
3: night, everybody. Thank you. Good night.
1: From goalies to ghosties, long legged bees.